Alrighty. Well, welcome back to Level Recap. It's been, what, three months or so? <laughs> but we're going to continue boosting your gaming knowledge for the last level that we will ever venture on. But the game. we are still your adventurers. Lisa. Freeze. <laughs> <laughs> Cindy. And Sasha. Uh... You can go ahead and still leave feedback on our Facebook. We're still probably not going to touch it. <laughs> leave it there. It'll just be a memory. It'll be a memory. Of a time. It's a time capsule, guys. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be definitely formatted completely different since this is our last episode. It's primarily we just can't really get time to record with each other. Work schedules are all over the place. Mm -hmm. So we decided to close it out within the last year, I guess. We're, what, five years in almost? Five years in, so we're over a hundred so episodes. Recapping with um, our top five-ish favorite games of the decade and <laughs> yeah. uh, our t favorite our favorite topics topics yeah. uh, from the last five years. Yeah, and favorite is in like quotes because it's not necessarily that it's a but good like, thing. <laughs> but uh, we're gonna go. Times. We have kind of a format. It's all over the place, but we're gonna start it off with a uh, Lisa. What did you like? All right. Well, I over over our tenure here, uh, we've we've talked about a lot of games, and I think it's kind of very uh, poetic that we are ending just as Battleborn is ending. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Do not tell me that was one of your favorite games this decade. Do not. <laughs> It, experience it wasn't. Um, no, but it's. I think we started this podcast right around the time where we started getting information about the game, mm -hmm. um, and we we're really excited about it. And then the game came out, and it was not quite a dumpster fire, but man, it tried so hard. It had so much potential, and it just didn't. Um, I believe they call that the Overwatch killer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, over well yeah, yeah, the Overwatch killer that came out two weeks Damn. after Overwatch and then Overwatch was like, Cool story, bro. How about we'll just do a free weekend your first actually no, it came out before. No, it yeah. came out after. It, oh Battle Wars came before. Yeah. Yeah. Battle Battle came, came out before. The beginning of May mm -hmm. and Overwatch came out on my birthday. Um, <laughs> yeah. She knows this, okay. I do because of my birthday. Um that that's the big point there. Um, <laughs> I had a birthday, a game came out. Um, and Overwatch did a free weekend for people to play the game. Yeah, the, weekend the first the game. weekend Battleborn came yeah. out. And um, I think that's part of what screwed them, besides just not having a good game. And you guys can't see this, but Besides, I, find it funny I that think the whole you not have... having a good game part was pretty major. Yeah. Uh, we're sitting in Lisa's living room, this recording, and... Uh, no, we're not. She has That's Overwatch. Lie. Don't lie. You guys are here Half on the iPad, okay? <laughs> the iPad Half is here. Are physically here. And that's how you exist. Hi, Lisa. <laughs> if we were physically home. there, we wouldn't have this <laughs> clapping mayhem that we can't do. <laughs> I didn't hear that. <laughs> that's but, for Enrique only. Yes. Also, Trade clapping has a different <laughs> connotation. <laughs> but Overwatch is up on her PlayStation right now, which is funny. It's like it's peering over the Yeah, I didn't even topic. do that on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> I actually it just starts it on itself. It's like, come on, Lisa. <laughs> you know you want to. Um, so, yes, yeah, so I think that's a very poetic ending to us. Yeah. Um, and just it, it's been a game that's been following us. And I know I had a friend text me and was like, because when Battleborn first came out, I was mm -hmm. playing it really hard. And they were like, they wanted me to play other games. I'm like, no, no, I'm playing this one. 
Yeah. <laughs> and so they're like, are you going to be okay? And I was laughing because I'm like, I haven't played that game in years. Yeah, I haven't touched it. I don't think I've reinstalled it even. Oh, in my no. Pro. I never got it. Huge game. <laughs> don't. <Yeah. laughs> it's good. <laughs> don't. Yeah, because the servers are officially being turned off couple months from now i forget exactly mm, yeah. when i can't remember if it was supposed to be like you can still play it single player right no no, no. when they shut it down there wow. it is done wow. so. the single player was the hmm. only raid missions that took like an hour remember yeah i know yeah. that, With that no was no checkpoints <laughs> yay yeah so so there was i mean that. i don't that that's kind of like a call to old school gaming where like there's no safe points you either finish this game or you're not you have to start over it, and that would be fine if it took like 20 minutes, but it yeah. doesn't. It's like I'm an hour into this and now I'm dead. Mm -hmm. now we're gonna Do go I want to the invest another hour? Mm -hmm. No. Um, and um, we've talked about Riot Games a lot recently yeah. and how they've been having a lot of issues with, you know, gender and um, discrimination <laughs> and harassment. Um, they recently had a big payout. Um, in a way to sort of like we're sorry please don't sue us anymore um <laughs> to make up for it um and that came out recently but i don't have any information on like the amount or anything like that because i'm doing a good job of looking things up <laughs> <laughs> hey as long as they did their part I, yeah um it's about fucking time <laughs> yeah and and this was a pretty big outlet for me to talk about pokemon go for to get rid of my um, obsession with it, which I don't have, I still have. I'm still obsessed with it. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Pokemon Go. I'm still obsessed. Okay, uh, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's kind of. I think our my favorite topics. We've all kind of yeah. Uh, favorite in you know quotations because it's not my favorite thing to have a big game come out and then it be trash or <laughs> yeah. you know companies yeah, who take when advantage I was going of their through when I was going through the topics, I was just like, oh, man, that was a really interesting topic. And, like, some of the ones that I considered were, um, like, the, the, was it, uh, that swatting? The Call of oh, Duty yeah. swatting oh, in Kansas yeah. mm -hmm. where the guy actually died. Like, that that did not make it into my top three. <laughs> 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 For similar reasons. <laughs> I actually want to know, do you guys, would you, would you guys rather have us... Just talk about our three topics, and then each one of us go back around and talk about our fi top five, but more of as a list off with a bit of a notation. Uh, yeah, yeah, because I think we're gonna we're have doing this on the fly. See, yep. Seeing um, Bernice's and Sasha's list, I know I have some uh, similar ones on there. Okay. <laughs> so I think um, I guess Bernice, go ahead and let us know what your favorite topics were. All right, so not swatting and Call of Duty, but um, besides Call of Duty and swatting, but yeah, um, a story that actually popped up several times um, in our archives. I'll use a fancy word for it. It's just a Google Drive folder. Um, as um, the CS:GO player Phantom Lord, uh, mm. I think he also played like League of Legends, but mm -hmm. he sued Twitch after being banned for like two, one and a half, two years ish. Um, for lost income because they banned him because he owned what a gambling site where he can gamble skins yes. which cost real money but he rigged the things so yes he yeah. rigged it so when he played he would get all the cool things yeah, he, so mm -hmm. then people would then go oh people would go to his site yeah yeah so that was really interesting just the like 
the audacity, the entitlement of this was just yeah. like, damn. And basically mm-hmm. the false advertisement he was. Yeah, and then also the fact that he's just like suing Twitch um, for the lost income from because <laughs> he's not getting any income from Twitch. So I thought I just that, that always just stuck out of my mind. Um, another one that I really liked that we talked about was the adaptive controller from Xbox. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, I haven't actually seen it in stores, but I don't know if it's like a special order or anything. Probably. But I just I ran the commercials for it, and it's like it's all these kids like running over to some other kid's house, yeah, because he's about to like beat a level, and like they don't care that he's differently abled. He that mm-hmm. they're just like, dude, it's so cool that he's playing like he's about to get past this one boss that we haven't been able to get past, and it mm-hmm. just makes no remark as to treating the one kid differently it's just he is just one of them and that was and that is still so amazing to me yeah and i've had memories like that i would have friends come over because i'm about to beat a boss because it's easier that way than all of us playing a hundred hour plus game but it's it's a like a joint effort and i like how they illustrated that Mm -hmm. they definitely got that's for the adaptive controller which i know is i'm sure is out i just yeah i think it is special order because it's probably really expensive to have it just sitting on a shelf yeah, it's like sits there don't they have like different configurations that you can they like do. customize yeah. and all that? Yeah, it yeah. was. Um, I, I remember the picture of it. It was like it, it's like flat and sort of more of a touch control. No, no, mm-hmm. depends mm-hmm. on me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last, my last topic is just hilarious, just in context, <laughs> because it's not really so much of a topic. But I remember mm-hmm. in one of our very old uh, sheets, topic sheets, it was a uh, we were talking about the Nintendo NX, <laughs> which we know today as the nintendo switch and i had at the time described it there was like it's gonna be portable it's gonna have detachable controllers (laughs) Mm -hmm. um that switch does it does all of that it (laughs) does and it 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 totally delivered fucking did it (laughs) yeah and it's not as crazy of a concept anymore either it makes so much sense it's... Well, the way that they did it and the way that we were seeing um, I at think the, the schematics come through at the time were... Yeah, because it, it, it seemed like had like a globe thing or something. Yeah. It, it, wasn't, it wasn't like a cell phone with controllers attached to it, which is... Well, I mean, cell phones have changed so dramatically in the last yeah. decade, too. So. That, too. Mm-hmm. But it had, like, so many ideas. They're like, the screen's going to be flexible, blah, blah, blah. And we're just like, what? <laughs> and, yes, the screen's not flexible, but not I, flexible. I think that's fine. Yeah. I can live just, You try hard enough. <laughs> <laughs> there was a kid out there. Who tried. Yeah, so tried. I just... that That's just the favorite topic, just due to the... um. The the irony and like we were talking about the Nintendo Switch before it became the Switch and mm-hmm. just these crazy ideas that it could bring to the <clears throat> console table. <laughs> no. Sorry, I had like a frog in my throat uh, and I don't have aw. any water. I hate it when you get frogs in your throat. Nintendo's choking her with a force. <laughs> you don't maybe nicely. you would know we're in the same living room, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, those were my favorite topics that we've discussed nice all right well um some of mine I've, I've only been here for a little while so i only have so many and like the things that hit the news are like never the good things like the yeah. heartwarming stuff it's always like hey twitch is full of perverts and they all suck <laughs> it's just like oh cool but it is interesting to read those so i've always liked the twitch stories like because yeah. i you know twitch stream and they're just always interesting and to see what people get in trouble for and what people do and it's just like <laughs> 
it's cringe because it's like, no, don't do that. Like, you're mm. making us all look bad. But they're still interesting stories. And yeah. they need to be discussed so we can learn from them and move on and yeah. all that. And you still got your popcorn um, out, basically. <laughs> yeah, basically. And so, yeah, those have been always good, interesting topics to talk about. And then also we got the game of the year. Like, those are always really fun just to see all the games that came out and what they've been awarded for because they're just it's just like like the Oscars. It's like it's our Oscars, you know? Yeah. And so, like, the one uh, I was there for was the 2018 where Fortnite won over Red Dead, which is a little fucked up because yeah. I didn't agree with that. But, you yeah. know, whatever. It's, it's a lot messed up. It's not a little. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean... It's played a lot. It's a decent yeah. game, but like I freaking Red Dead, come on. Like that sh- that was like more people need to play that obviously. Yeah. It's one <laughs> of those so weird good. divides the the gaming industry goes into when the co- consumers involved. It's either a game that's really fun to play or a game that's right. actually well made, and it's always that that's divide. That's the thing like mm-hmm. I I'll play games like Fortnite, you know, or or watch stuff like that like mm-hmm. time and time again, and those are definitely some of my favorite games cuz I put so many hours into them. Yeah. But for me, when I'm thinking, like, what's your favorite game? I go for story-based games. Yeah, and right? when we yeah. get into our topics, that that's the games that I put on the list, like over Overwatch and Apex, yeah. which I play because they're easy to pick up. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, definitely game of the year list, like stuff like that. When we talk about our favorite games, those are really good topics to get into. Sweet. And also, I also wrote down Riot Games because it was just an interesting story to see <laughs> yeah. because we all wanted to, you know, join the gaming industry and some of us work in there and... You know, it's just interesting to see and sad that, you know, gender plays a role in that. Yeah. But um, yeah. definitely good to, good to hear about that payout. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. it's just interesting as well, because as I was looking through the stuff, there was like other stories where Blizzard did initiative to hire more, you know, be more inclusive in their hires. And they're like, we have the percentages, like our work staff is only 21% like female. And so you have both sides. Yeah. The ones that like harass the females that they have and the ones that are wanting more females. Yeah, to well, put it really bluntly. Yeah, it's you know we, we all tend to look with rose-colored glasses, like mm-hmm. oh no, everything's perfect, it's great and wonderful, and it's like mm, yeah, not especially really. when it's working out for you yeah. in particular, because people then just assume everyone else must be fine, right? Yeah, but it's it's just good to bring those up and you know kind of give them a little spotlight and be like, hey guys, you know, it seems all fine and dandy, but kind of not. Mm-hmm. Help. <laughs> All right. Those are basically my topics. So I mean, I totally slacked off on mine because I'm kind of generalizing in the way of what I liked because um, partly because I didn't have a moment to actually look at every single topic, but also because I feel like a lot of the topics bled throughout the year for some topics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Definitely. um. One of the big ones was definitely how streaming and gaming as a career was definitely being defined, like in the last five years we've been recording, and how yeah, it's becoming uh, more esports, prominent. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Even yeah, esports becoming you. more. Prominent. Esports was huge, and it started becoming more serious. Um, people being accounted, uh, taken, ac- they have to be accountable for the actions they made. Streamers mm-hmm. mainly, <laughs> but <laughs> well, there's some like, esports like the Dallas. Yeah, Rockets even esports. And, oh yeah. The Dallas. Rockets. Or I, okay, fine. <laughs> Do you want me to come up with a name like um, there others like streaming or like esports stories were like Giggory as the first yeah. like female in Overwatch mm-hmm. League. Um, I for, I can a see lot the of name. slander. People realizing they can't just say shit because they're streaming. Suspensions for a couple games. Yeah, um, yeah. 
I forget. It's uh, like XQ. XQC. Yeah. yeah. One of them. Okay. That one. I remember that name. Um, yeah. He kept getting bounced from team to team. If yeah. If I recall. And it's it, that whole thing that how it all kind of started shaping into, hey, guys, I know games are usually seen as an, a child's thing, but we're not children and we have to start being accountable for our actions. And um, it's still shaping up, but it's definitely becoming much more professional because obviously money's in it. So people mm-hmm. try to take it seriously. Um, and in yeah. that in that same vein, I kind of also liked how a lot of our gaming topics went into politics. Uh, especially when we just had an election year within that five years of re- mm-hmm. our recording. So oh, a lot of yeah. politics definitely bled into it. Uh, and um, I yeah. remember there was, what, Trump saying that uh, gaming was the reason for Created the rise violence. of violence. And then yeah. the gaming industry was like, here's a video of how it's not. And it was an amazing video. Or the memes. <laughs> memes in general save the day, in my opinion. But um, <laughs> gaming and politics, it's always been in. I mean, even the simplest of games have some form of politics in them. Uh, my favorite is whenever someone tries to bring up Bioshock Infinite, they're like, why do you have to put politics into it? And it's like, did you play <laughs> the previous games? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Because politics are always in video games. And usually whenever someone breaks into uh, adding more people of color or more current events people are like oh they're putting politics into games it's like they've always been in the games guys they're just probably more of a broad spectrum of what a politic politics are in your eyes but i like how we're becoming people are starting to realize that any type of art form is gonna reflect the politics that they're currently you know saturated in and politics right now are pretty black and white as far as how people are feeling there is a gray area but there's very strong sides and people are showing it and yeah gaming's definitely getting affected by it both rightfully and wrongfully but my other favorite topic which kind of spiraled all over the place because we're all fans Mm -hmm. but uh telltale and their eventual shutdown but now they're actually back up again and they're doing the wolf among us part two Mm -hmm. that was really didn't even hear that yeah that is so we started covering the topic of telltale and and i think it started with like bad practices right people being laid off um Uh, or before layoff it was actually people complaining about how there's they were just taking on several games Mm -hmm. and properties and then eventually they were getting overwhelmed and they started Mm -hmm. canceling properties and they started laying people off and it's just we saw the company just come basically implode yeah. yeah and um which was hard it hurt us because we really love the properties they created, but at the same time we we're conflicted because as people who are not only interested in the gaming industry, but some of us work there, we were like, oh, that's fucked up. They shouldn't do that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And um, eventually, yeah, they did shut down. Um, Skybound took over Walking Dead, which is a grace in my mind because I was like, oh, please, thank you because it was like two episodes left or three episodes yeah. left in season four. Yeah. But then um, Telltale did reopen with some of their original crew. This was announced during the um, the Game Awards a couple of weeks back. Uh, they basically came back out, or they're going to finish The Wolf Among Us Season 2, which me and Diego, were, that's the only thing we both reacted to in the mm-hmm. theater when we were at the, the Game Awards. Because everything else, it's like, I don't know, this year was very lackluster compared to last year, but next year is going to be crazy. It, it feels that way. Well, there it's a console a launch l- year next yeah, year. So. That's yeah, that's why. <laughs> and we're going to have a lot of titles we have never heard of that are actually going to be at E3 this year. It's going to be a great year. But um, sad that we're stopping now, but you know, it's going to be a great year next year. But the we were just kind of sitting there. We also had a very bad personal experience, but th- I'm not going to go into that. But we were sitting down, and they started playing the teaser for the 
the wolf among us and i mm-hmm. just remember i was like oh I, I recognize the voice. I recognize the setting. <laughs> my mind was just clicking. And then D, both of me and Diego were going, ah, oh, like making noises. And then eventually we're like, oh, it's a wolf among us. And then we're like, oh, yeah. And everybody started cheering when they finally figured out who we're looking at, basically. But nice. that was a nice wrap up, even though we didn't get to talk, like cover it, obviously, because we've been out for a bit. But yeah, Telltale's renewal and revival. Yeah. What a roller coaster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Phoenix coming out of flames right now. Hopefully, yeah. uh, it works. Yeah. All right, Lisa. All here's right. your tough topic. Oh, of your top five of the decade. <laughs> top five games of the decade. Yeah, we that will be judging. <laughs> oh, man, it's a it's a heavy order. Just because yeah. I think I've got about seven on a list right now. Why <laughs> <laughs> not number? That's close like, This was my top game oh, of no, the decade. Mine are just like. I just there's seven titles here. Yeah. <laughs> So um, let's go with your honorable mentions. Oh <laughs> no, I'm gonna I'm gonna go backwards. I'm gonna go my top five and then do some honorable mentions. Okay. Okay. So okay. I'm going to go. I'm gonna do Breath of the Wild as the first one because oh. that game was amazing. Pretty sexy. You kept it going is. back to it. I do, and I <laughs> I still do a little bit. Yeah. Actually, it's it's on my counter um, for my roommate to finally play because he won a Switch <laughs> for some reason. You um, want to switch for some reason? Yeah, I, I don't know why. He just is like, I like I wins games. everything. <laughs> like, oh reason. man, how annoying! I have a switch now. <laughs> Another <laughs> one. And I was like, oh my god, you should take my copy of Breath of the Wild and play it. So I then we can talk about it some more. Um, <laughs> and then I've got a pretty old one here. I got Skyrim because that was a pretty yeah. big game, and it just kind of keeps going and going and going. And I think it was just released <laughs> for the Switch. This yeah, not too long ago. So, maybe, probably. You mean the Nintendo NX? Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, that yes, one. That makes more sense. Okay. Um, uh, which version of Skyrim are you specifically I, I, referring to? I mean the first version of Skyrim. <laughs> <laughs> the one that came out in 2010. The okay. one that wasn't a port, you said? No. Yes. <laughs> Correct. Um, and then I've got Borderlands 2 on here because... That came out in I think 2012. Yeah. I'm looking at. Yeah. Um, and I like Borderlands 2 way more than Borderlands 1. Mm-hmm. Um, and I haven't played Borderlands 3 enough to say whether it is worthy of it. So far, not quite. Yeah. Um, not not a bad thing. Just Borderlands 2. I had so much fun playing with my friends. It's a big thing to it live was, up to. They yeah. took the bad from the first game and threw it aside and approved upon it the story was good it was funny it may it just it was to me one of the most perfect games out there mm-hmm. um so yeah support lines too and we all love it so yeah you know, yeah there's that um and then i've got red dead redemption on here um the f- the i guess the second one because it was Red Dead Revolver was actually the first one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this also came out in 2010. Which is crazy. Yeah. It's crazy to me. that That's within the last <laughs> 10 years. Yeah. Um, and I just, I, I loved playing this, uh, the game. I liked playing the character. I was just like, this is, this is what I want. I'm John. I'm in the <laughs> desert. I am. I'm breaking horses to be to bend to my will, <laughs> and I got all the horses because that's what I wanted to do. Um, yeah, that's what I would do. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted all the horses, um, and I love westerns, and it was 
it was such a different game for me to play than so many others. Um, it was like Grand Theft Auto, but in the West, but still <laughs> not quite Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. It, it had a charm, though. It had it a did. nice charm to it. And I know sure. we just got the sequel to that game, um, which I loved as well. But if I didn't have Red Dead, we couldn't have the sequel. So yeah. that's why that one's on there. Um, that's and that's a good one. That's my top five. Um, and I've got two honorable mentions here. Uh, Heavy Rain, just because that game was so different in its game. Was that really within the last decade? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. right? <laughs> I looked it, it don't up. look like it, but yeah. <laughs> Dude, I just remember playing that. Um, that was, and it sounds weird, like for me at least four residences ago. Yeah, that's yeah. how. Yeah, <laughs> that's how I judge my time because I played the first Red Dead in the tiny little room that me and Diego were living in at his parents' house, Aww. and like that feels like ages ago. <laughs> yeah, ten years. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's almost. It is a long time. Yeah, yeah. no, I'm looking. Heavy Rain came out in 2010. Okay, sorry. Yeah. I, not that I doubted you. I just was I, like, it's, it's okay. I did some deep polls. I couldn't yeah. remember when that one came out. Imagine it's before <laughs> but I, I knew had it blue was hair. 2010 because I looked it up. <laughs> um, and then I've also got Journey on here, mm-hmm. which um, that game was one of the few that I've cried at. Yeah. In ways that were just wow. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it was like 10 minutes after the game ended is like when I cried yeah. it wasn't it, it was just like oh my god the I'm retrospect whole yeah it yeah. was just looking back and everything I was just oh my god um, and apparently I've miscounted because I've got one more game here that I didn't <laughs> <talk about. laughs> um, and that is Telltale's The Walking Dead yeah um, that is also a game that I've cried at yeah um, and I cried while making terrible decisions, being I'm so mad at it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love Clementine's story. It's for as violent and as weird and as easily this could have been like a first-person su- shooter mm-hmm. sort of game. The choices that you made felt like they really did have impact on the game and even on the character and how she, Clementine interacted with the world. Yeah. And she came out okay. Yeah. And all things considered, <laughs> she, she came out she, okay. She came out okay. Yeah. It was touch and go for a minute. It yeah. was. For a I, lot I, of Clementine minutes, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Her um, little squeaky voice. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, the, that's that's my list. All right. Um, I, I mean, I, I don't, I'm not, like, judging on your list but it was extremely front-loaded but i'm only saying that Mm -hmm. because front-loaded on the decade i mean Um, i'm only saying that because (laughs) i feel and i just looked up all my dates uh or year dates um while you were talking and mine is pretty front-loaded as well (laughs) (laughs) i wonder if that's but that might be an age thing. I think we had more access to games we wanted to buy mm-hmm. during a bit. the last ten years. I want to like, say. We, there's I a guess they're not. I guess more recent games are not like classics. Like games we'll go back to again and again at this point because they're still relatively new. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the games uh, front loaded on the decade. You know, we've had time to play them, to enjoy them, reminisce, and then maybe yeah, play yeah. them again. Yeah. yeah, well, I was going to go pull back Fable 2, but that was too far back. But I, I more <laughs> I was thinking about the game and the experiences and how yeah. much, like, I think about these games mm-hmm. after I've played yeah. them. When someone asks me, mm-hmm. what's your favorite game? What comes to mind kind of thing? If it's within the 10 years kind of mm-hmm. idea. Yeah. Um, I mean, otherwise, I go way back. So for my <laughs> list, um, I based it on games I love that I... I just love the story that it left me with like, damn, like 
that was a great game. Because um, not all games you can go back to, especially if it's, you know, very finite. Um, mm. So, also on my list, and in no particular order, uh, Borderlands 2. Um, just the experience of the the story, uh, playing it with Sasha and mm-hmm. everybody else that I've played with it through. The, I can't tell you how many times I've gone through the campaign, yeah. the DLCs, <laughs> and all the different difficulty levels as well. Mm-hmm. And it's... Even though it came out in 2012, it... And it's not like it was consistent, but there was content up until this year, like not yeah, which is twenty nineteen. Um, yeah. so seven years after the fact, people are still playing it. They make fun of that in Borderlands Three. Actually, <laughs> yeah. there's a line where they're like, uh, "There's multiple lines where Claptrap has a list of missions for you to do that he calls the Claps list, and they're all from requests from seven years ago." <laughs> yeah, and, and then um. There's, I think, some NPC mentions like, how can you like do like play the same thing for like seven years seven and there's years, nothing yeah. new? <laughs> yeah, and it's there's actually another Easter egg in the whole clap list thing that I don't know if I should go into or not. Um, it's not really spoilerish at all, I think. But um, when we did, when we started getting his missions, I noticed that his missions were actually the the mission objectives from the when you have to do in Borderlands 2, the, his secret stash, where he's mm-hmm. like, you have to find X amount of brown rocks, you have to climb a mountain, you have to defeat this person. All of those things that he's said back then are missions in Borderlands 3 today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's awesome. So that was like a long con, I don't know, mm-hmm. but it's just amazing. Um, So, and... The next one's on the list because I love this series and this was the most recent <laughs> one in the decade because yeah. the rest of the games were prior to 2010. But uh, Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney Dual Destinies, it's not that it, it only made the list because it was the only Phoenix Wright game in this past decade. It's not. Um, but this took everything I loved about the Phoenix Wright games and just took it to the next levels. The first title on the 3DS... Um, it was the first game on the 3DS where I was just like, I don't care that it's digital only. I want this game. When I went to E3 in, I guess, like 2012 or 2013, uh, probably 2012, uh, I went straight to Capcom to play this <laughs> game. Okay. I, I wanted, I wanted nothing else. And it, <laughs> luck, luckily for me, Capcom was like right at the front of the, <laughs> it was yeah. at the, it was at the very front of, uh, E3. So and it's just amazing because it, it actually does take into account those 3D elements of the 3DS and the cases were just so much more wild and then you can like move around the environment and like sort of investigate and examine at different angles, which was amazing. And um, it was much more inter- interactive and it, like the previous games are for sure visual novels. That's that's it. And but this mm-hmm. one it, it felt more interactive where like the like um in one of the cases this character sticks like a charm, like one of those Asian charms that like this wards away demons, like it sticks mm-hmm. it to the screen because it's on your mm-hmm. face now. And oh. I was like, That's amazing. <laughs> I was like, That's cute. It's just like little details like that. Um it was an amazing story too. Um, but another amazing story and the my last three games on my top five are all very similar games. Um, 
sort of open world, do what you want, but there's still a storyline that has a very, it's not so linear, but it has a linear ending. Like, it doesn't matter how you get there, but you're going to get there. Yeah. Which, apparently, is just games that I like. So, um, mm-hmm. Sleeping Dogs, which was in 2012. Um, I loved playing this game. It's, first off, it took me to a, 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 a version of Hong Kong. I've never been to Hong Kong, but I am Cantonese. So... And it's amazing for me to, like, hear NPC chatter and understand what they're saying. Yeah. I remember that was, like, a big That's shiny awesome. moment we used to sh- when we streamed it. I was like, oh, you understand them. It's like, I don't have that experience because yeah. I only really know English really well. <laughs> but, um, I, yeah, I mean, it's cool. not like I, I don't play, like, GTA and I don't understand, like, the people yelling at me there. But it's just... Yeah, it's, yeah. It, it's different when it's in another language yeah. and you know it and it's, like kind of your secret but not really anyone <laughs> yeah. who understands it's, the language will know it but you inherently yeah. know it and it's not a well-known chinese like mandarin which it was also think. hilarious because i i was playing the game uh when i lived with my mom and she yelled from the other room she's like what game are you playing it is so rude because she's <laughs> hearing the npcs yell <laughs> like the, the random things and um the story writing in that is amazing um i definitely it it touched it touched me is that that sounds so weird saying like that but <laughs> yeah um i definitely it resonated with me how about that yeah no, um, less pedo yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh the next one is saints row the third uh in 2011 uh i chose oh, saints row the third over saints row four i just had so much more fun with saints row the third um it just started off super strong with the first mission is you're um, robbing a bank dressed up as themselves. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then like the next mission is just you're just, you jump out of a plane and you have to avoid all the cars. And also it's a gunfight and you're still free falling. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, and you definitely don't have a parachute by the way. That's, that's also a thing that you don't have. Yeah, and it just, it. it, it just, went crazy and just stayed there and really that was the game that differentiated itself from gta where Mm -hmm. and that was an important point for saints road to become its own self you know Um, Mm -hmm. because everyone's just like well you're a gangster and you steal cars like okay (laughs) what's so different about this one and so they're like we'll show you what's different and it's (laughs) dildo swords (laughs) dildo swords the penetrator you know like they're just like all right we're gonna go crazy and we're gonna and we're gonna do it and it was i had so much fun with that game um i I have good memories with sasha playing that game like we decided Mm -hmm. just one session we're just gonna go as naked as we could without being naked they censor so then Mm -hmm. we found ways to make it look like we were naked with flesh colored undies (laughs) (laughs) yeah um insurance fraud i think that's what we were the missions we were playing a lot of insurance fraud so and um it's just great. I mean, I, I, I was so sad when uh, uh, THQ went under. I mean, they mm. got bought by, uh, was it Deep Silver? No. Some. I think it's. I, I should know, but real. Uh, it's either the word Deep or the word Silver. It might be Deep Silver, <laughs> but um, I, got, I was so sad. Uh, but then they brought it back with Get Out of Hell and Saints Row 4. Which mm-hmm. just didn't quite hit the right 
tones like the previous ones. Same same thing with like Borderlands Two versus Borderlands Three in the pre sequel. It just didn't hit yeah. the right notes mm-hmm. there. So and then my last game is um, is actually the most recent game, but I just I can't deny the amount of fun I had, mm-hmm. and it actually follows a pretty similar formula to the Saints Row series, uh, but Far Cry. And it's probably Far Cry did the formula first, but it's just here's this crazy huge map. You have like three like areas that you have to take over, not including your opening area. And after you take over those three areas, then you have like a boss to deal with. Yeah. And it sounds so boring and formulaic when I say it like that, but I think Far Cry five did that formula super well um it was just slightly political but not too much where it like got your hackles up you know Mm -hmm. um and it was gorgeous and it's one of those games where i was just like we're not streaming it but can we play it please 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 (laughs) like so and that was great because i had just finished my um master's degree and I was like, I have all this free time now. Like, <laughs> so it, that was that that stuck with me. And it's I, it's not so much that the characters, but I think it was the journey of yeah. Hope County, Montana. So those are my and my all things that can go wrong in between. Yes, like <laughs> fire. Yeah, and cougars, <laughs> uncontrollable fire. fire and cougars, relentless cougars, uncontrollable fire. <laughs> all right well my games for the last uh decade were like if anybody asks me what my favorite game is i always say last of us <laughs> yeah like that game is just just amazing and like it's one of the games that i could watch anybody play like i want to watch people play it all the time where i'm just like yeah i need to see other people's first reactions to this moment just so i can relive it like through them again you know it's, like it's such an amazing Harry story for the first time yeah, yeah, it's it's like I, w- I wish I could delete my memory so I could play that again on stream because I that was one game that I never played yeah. on stream. Do well, I did play too. eventually, but really, yeah, that, that mon like that mentality is to like have it all fresh, and it's weird to yeah, me because yeah. I I love the nostalgia because I know, but it's an interesting point of view every time I hear. Just yeah. don't play it for a while. <laughs> it's a whole new game. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, kind of. You will forget some things because I'm mm-hmm. a forgetful person, but. It's just like just having that fresh, raw shock of everything and just yeah. seeing the story for the first time with fresh eyes. It's just an amazing experience. That's why streaming is such a good thing. And like, you know, pe- people want to play on YouTube, like watching Let's Plays. That's one of my favorite things to do is just to see yeah, things same. that I love through someone else's eyes and yeah. seeing their experience and seeing their emotions and all that. So, yeah, Last of Us is definitely videos. that. <laughs> like, I, that's the reason why I bought a PlayStation 3 was because of Last of Us. Nice. I was like, oh, wow. I don't even know what this game is, but I was like, I want it real freaking bad. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I bought a PlayStation just for this freaking game. I'm glad I did, but yeah, I cannot wait for part two. Um, It's just gonna be an amazing thing i already know it's got great freaking actors in that game yeah and i need more ellie (laughs) yes we need more (laughs) yeah i can't wait poor old um yeah um so yeah that's one i always go back to um and then another game which i feel like it's not very popular but if if anything like when people say like oh what's another one of your favorite games and like probably never heard of it but i'm like Play Soma, for the love of God, everybody needs to play that game. Oh, yeah. That was, like, I don't know if you guys ever played it, but it was, like, one of the things that, like, 
just blew my mind. Like, it made you think, like, crazy and, like, it was spoopy. <laughs> but also, like... The concept just, is really mind-blowing. It's, it's the most amazing story, like, that I never thought... Like, I would never think of that stuff. I'm just like, oh, my God, it's amazing. I don't want to get into it because it's just, like... It's just best to go in that blind. Like, I had no idea what this game was about at all. Yeah. Before I played it. And I'm glad. It was the most amazing experience I've had. And, like, that was one that I played and recorded. And, and like, a lot of the games that I are on here, are, I played and recorded. And it just, it made it just that much more fun to share that with another person and with an audience. And, God, that game... I, I wish they would make that into a movie so I could share it with my non-gaming friends and family because <laughs> right? I'm just like, you need to know about this That's, story. I've it's actually amazing. done that with Ace Attorney where I'm like, it's an anime now. You don't even have to play it and worry that you're making yeah. wrong choices. Just watch this. It'll be fine. If you don't want to watch this, I can. I also have the movie ready. So you have choices. I want you to I'm, experience this. I'm definitely that person. Like, I, like, I want to force them. <laughs> yeah, I want to force the story down people's throats and be like, eat it up. It's so good. <laughs> So Isn't it good? Why don't you think it's good? <laughs> I think I watched Markiplier play it the first time. Uh, that's yeah, how that I was got a good one. It. And I love I the story. I just, I'm not into that kind of gameplay, and it's really hard for me to play those kind of games. But I absolutely mm. keep trying to go back to it because I really do enjoy its story. Yeah, that was super freaking fun. I don't know what it, what it was about it besides the story that just really drew me in, but... It was engaging. I, I, I will like, never yeah. get that story out of my head. Like, mm-hmm. I, I just want to see it again and again and again. And, like, as soon as I see someone else play it, like, hopefully someone else plays it because it's, it's been, you know, a while since it's come out. And, like I said, I just I don't feel like it got too much traction, which is super sad because it's super mm. deserving. Um, but, yeah, that's one of them. Um, next, I put Resident Evil 7 because I really like that one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. It doesn't exactly feel like a Resident Evil but it wasn't a bad thing I feel like Resident Evil's great and mm-hmm. don't get me wrong there's nothing wrong with it but I I don't know something about that one it just really was amazing I, that was another one where I was just like okay I need to see someone else play this because it's so good it's, yeah I just can't get enough of it like I love puzzle games obviously Resident Evil is very puzzle heavy um and it's scary I like scary games for some reason even though they scared the shit out of me I love them um yeah i just it was so fucking good it was just a really good story the way it was all in this one house basically and you're interacting with this one family the entire time it was just super good the way they did that one just like chef kiss <laughs> <laughs> um then uh the next one would be red dead redemption 2 yeah. I play that one on stream and yeah i fucking love that one <laughs> and kind of want to put more time into it even though i'm not streaming it right now anymore but like that one just it was just so freaking fun just to play that stuff like all the stupid shit that just would happen like just falling off your fucking horse and like accidentally punching a horse and (laughs) just all the dumb crap and it was just it was just so hilarious and i like you know you could pick up little stories and it was perfect. Like I loved the whole Arthur Morgan and John, yeah, like dynamic, their characters. Yeah. yeah, everything was so well. Like I Arthur Morgan, like that was an amazing fucking character. Like it's like, oh, John's not gonna be the fucking star anymore. What the heck? And mm-hmm. it's like, no, this guy's this guy's fucking amazing too. Like I don't know. Like I don't think 
they dropped the ball at all on that one. So not at all. I have to say, I was very upset. I wasn't playing John Marston. Right. And so. then at the end, I was mad. I was playing John Marston. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean that was still good, but it was just like, oh, fucking Arzon Morgan, like. Yeah. He steals your fucking heart, mm-hmm. you know? I don't know what it is. It's just like, holy shit. I love this fucking character. Mm-hmm. So good. Um, yeah, I would definitely recommend that game to anybody. Even if you didn't even play Red Dead 1, like, I don't even think you no. completely need I, to. I, I'm not sure no. you need no. to at all. Yeah. yeah. It stands on its own I mean, it's, well. it helps, but yeah, it's definitely not even needed. Like, that one's, you can pick that up and just play that shit and so good. Like... Just enjoying it. Like, you don't even have to play the whole story if you wanted. Like, it's so much fun just to, like, do random shit. Like, I'm going to go fish. I'm going to go kill this bear. I'm going to go, you know, all this stuff. Like, there's so much to do. Like, I haven't even scratched the surface of that, you know. Um, but yeah, that's another great one. And then um, another Resident Evil I put on my list, uh, Resident Evil 2 Remake. I just had, again, so much fun playing that one. Um, I think it was a really good remake. Uh, it looked incredible. The puzzles were really fun. Um, I even, like, <laughs> after I was done playing it, like, I was even doing some of, like, the other side stuff that you can do, like, the DLCs and the the tofu runs and all that stuff. Like, that game made me want to get all the achievements in it, you know? And, like, the fact that you can play Claire's and Leon's, like, and then I, I would do both of them, like, side A, side B, and all that stuff. Yeah. It's just... It was really, really, really good, and I definitely recommend that one as well. It's so, so much fun. Like, and like I said, streaming it just made it even ten times better for me. Um, but those are my top five. I do have honorable mentions. I'll just get through them quickly. Uh, a way out was a fun one. It's like oh, yeah. a co-op <laughs> game. I don't know if you guys ever played that, but I feel like you guys should. If you, yeah, we, are we definitely played it. Oh, there was a lot was of like, so jokes funny. that we made. Yeah. <laughs> like of it. <laughs> It was such a cute game. I like the little mini games you could do and they're like balancing mm-hmm. on a, uh, like a, what do they call it? <laughs> the freaking oh, handicap. Like was it the seesaw? There was a seesaw. There was a seesaw. There was swinging. There was a seesaw, oh, yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. Um, Wheelchair, there you go. You can balance on those in the oh, hospital. Yeah. Like, just, oh, you play yeah, like uh, Connect Four, all that shit. Like, yeah. super fun. And it was a really cute story. I liked it. Mm-hmm. Um. Then a couple of VR games, uh, Transference. That was a really good game that made you think a lot. It was really short, but it was super amazing. Like, like at first it was pretty weird, but then it just really got better at, at what. Like when I started to think about what they were trying to communicate, and I was like, oh my god, like <laughs> this game is actually really cool. It's another one that I wish I could show other people, like that don't play video games, you know, through a movie or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And then uh, Beat Saber, just, like, a cool pickup game that's really fun to play. Like, it's just where you have two sabers in your hand and you VR <laughs> slash some arrows, and it's freaking fun. Yeah. Um, That's basically it. <laughs> and then uh, Spider-Man uh, for play- PS4. It was just oh, super yeah. fun, a pickup oh, game. Yeah. Like, I still got to play that one. I combat have. was really amazing. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Well, Swing um, Whip yeah. Singing was fun just in the demo. Oh, uh, yeah. At E3. Yeah, it was super fun the way they, the motions you were able to do. I don't know why, it just felt so freaking fluid. Mm-hmm. But yeah, those are my games. All right. Um, I'm going to try and wrap up mine pretty quick because we got to, Bernice has to go to work. And, uh, yes. Okay. We'd love to still have in her. my pajamas, mm-hmm. guys. Still in my pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, I know anyone who knows me, I talk up a storm for Bioshock Infinite. 
um, is one of my favorite Bioshock titles. I would have put Bioshock series in general, but because uh, it's it's a great series. And I I had a friend who was like, oh, I've never played him, and I was like, you are in for the greatest treat. But Bioshock Infinite, I'm much more of a character driven or character design based uh, game player. So Bioshock Infinite had great character design and um, both visually as well as development and. I really love that series in general, but Bioshock Infinite had a great setting and it just was a world away. It made you feel like you're in a whole different, like literal world. Mm -hmm. And uh, I loved it a lot. I know you guys touched on it too, but like The Last of Us was a huge title for me. Another one that has great character development. Um, I know it is a zombie game, but they changed up the idea of what a zombie was, made it more terrifying because if anything, it's a little more real. Yeah. Um, but Ellie and Joel's journey and them bonding and just the ending and everything, all the games on my list are going to always make me emotional, like in different ways. But <laughs> that game was just so intense. You wanted the betterment for those people. Like you wanted Ellie to make it out. You wanted Joel to be, you know, at least live a good life for once. But, um... I can't wait for part two. I love that we're playing with uh, Ellie, and I love that we have some essence of Joel, but knowing how mentor characters work in any type of media, I don't look forward to his <laughs> untimely death. But I'm sure will come in some way. If not, it's a destroy of character, because I think mentors die either physically or men like in a way that uh, their character is no longer relevant or good, so to speak. Um, yeah. Journey was another emotional one. That one definitely made me cry my eyes out. I played it again during the stream, and it was just as emotional. Um, me and Diego were going over some of the music with uh, Austin Wintory did, and that made us emotional. Like, it's just a horribly emotional game. and um, <laughs> But it's so simplistic. It's mm -hmm. hard to explain why it's emotional without having someone go through it. And it's a short game, so it's a little easier to convince people to play. But... Um, it's a gorgeous game. Uh, I played it originally on the PS3. Most of these are all PS3 prior to PS4 port. Mm -hmm. But uh, next would be the Walking Dead series. But if I had to choose one season, it's it's hard because the first season's so pinnacle. But the fourth season mm -hmm. is where I got to play the Clementine we got to build. And I think that's why I like the fourth season so much. Yeah. And... Um, I mean, Clementine, man. Oh, man, that first season. That ending of the first season had me bawling <laughs> so hard. I was like, why would you give me this responsibility? <laughs> but uh, And also, there was no uh, part two in sight. So that's how it was going to end. And it was really nerve-wracking. But um, I'm glad Telltale uh, was able to pass it off to Skybound, and they were able to just wrap it up. But, yeah, that was a great series. And then eh, it's... It's hard to say Destiny and Destiny 2 because it's not like they're the pinnacle of gaming, but they're still the one thing I am playing religiously uh, to this yeah. day. And um, I love the world they created. Uh, I know it's a joke, but they do have a great story. The first game didn't incorporate it as well into the gameplay as the second game did. But um, I'm attached like for life with this title. I don't think I cannot <laughs> play it. And... Every new content that comes out or new thing to do, I need to do it to its completion. And there's so much little story beats that I'm like, oh, I want to know more. Or, oh, this character's new. Why are they here? What's their journey? Because when you also when you play with the idea of immortality, um, you get to throw in a lot of life experiences that obviously we can't in our very mortal lives. And, um, like, my favorite little bit was the... I think I mentioned it too, but the... Uh, 
the drifter he's a character in the game he explained how even though you're um you're immortal um you can still die of starvation and your ghost will bring you back to life and you're still starving <laughs> like it's just that never-ending oh so that's what immortality would be like because you still have to eat and drink and all that but um i know there was a whole topic at one point i forgot which topic but it was before you came along cindy but i took up like 20 minutes on destiny one time and it was something about the their little scavenger hunt they didn't realize like oh yeah that was cool yeah and it's like i went on for i tried to simplify why that was important but i went on for a while it didn't my yeah my honorable mentions which they're still great games but they just came to mind and i figured they weren't higher than the ones on my list are uh horizon zero dawn Assassin's Creed Origins. I didn't say two because that came out in 2009. I kind of did a fist pump in my head when I saw that. And I was like, thank God. Um, and Borderlands 2 because of the, outside of it being one of the best written Borderlands at this time, because Borderlands 3 we're not done with, but it doesn't look good. Um, it has way more memories to it. I believe that was like one of the major, I know we played Borderlands 1 briefly, me and Bernice, when we first started, like met each other. But uh, Borderlands 2 was like our experience. Also, our stream was built off of yeah. Borderlands 2. Yep. And um, it had such, it was like the pinnacle of co-op gaming. Mm-hmm. And I thought they just did a great job on it. I just hope for the best <laughs> in the future for uh, those involved. But yeah, I would say that's pretty much it. I, I feel like the more I try and think about it, I'm going to, oh, fuck that game. And I would have to add it in somewhere. <laughs> I know. I form. saw you write down Assassin's Creed Origins and I was like, fuck. Yeah. I, it originally, <laughs> Days Gone was there originally, but I'm like, nah, Assassin's Creed Origins. That's right. But yeah. Yeah, that's my games. Yeah. I think we Sorry. just have to close out and I think we're that's free to live our lives. It's <laughs> <laughs> an end of an era. It's, yeah. yeah it's coming to an end guys we're only here for about half of it but the end of a decade yeah next year's gonna be amazing so you know in some form mm-hmm. we're gonna talk about it whether it, our streaming our instagrams our twitter whatever you <laughs> can definitely see us talking about it mm-hmm. all right i guess does anyone have Anything else they want to add before I end this? <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> so long. We're going to eat this podcast out of here. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this is our final sign-off. So we like to thank Geek Pop Podcast. Uh, I'm on there. Um, <laughs> so you can still hear my opinions there. Yep. Um, we do weekly news, <laughs> movies, games, uh, comics, and pop culture. Uh, you can watch us live on Twitch TV snb play mm-hmm. um if i ever get my shit together geek underscore pop <laughs> and ashen rogue ashen rouge or rouge rogue rogue i got i'm so i'm sorry it's ashen rogue uh don't forget to visit our facebook page <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it's fine you don't need to visit it's fine it's fine <laughs> it'll be there it'll still be there um oh we probably won't look at it maybe um but it's at facebook.com slash recap um that's it for us for now um you won't now? catch us next month. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, because this is the last drop of that kingdom now. Yeah. Um, this, we were your party. Uh, Lisa, Bernice, Cindy, and Sasha. And this is the final level. Dog. Bye. Bye.